Minisode 4. Minisode 4, Book 7. In the Vampire Chronicles, is called Merrick. Merrick, there is no Estat, but there is Louis. Okay, so Louis is being haunted by the spirit of Claudia, and so he decides to contact a witch to help him talk to the spirit of Claudia. So he talks to David Talbot, and David Talbot tells him about his time in the Talamanska, the group for them psychic people and whatever. And they're like, um, yeah, we're going to talk. You can talk to this witch called Merrick, who can help you with this condition, with this issue. Turns out Merrick is a crossover from the from the Mayfair Witches trilogy. I am not a fan of the of the Mayfair Witches trilogy. Yes, so I can't tell you much about them. I will only tell you that in this book, it's mostly like a recap of David and Merrick's past adventures when they went and they meet. Honey, who is Merrick's sister, who is terrible. Then they find about this mask where you wear and you can speak to spirits in corporeal form. Meow, meow, meow. <sighs> Basically, it's just a recap of David and Merrick. And if you're actually a Vampire Chronicles fan, why even reading this story? The only reason I read this book was because of Louis and Lestat. All these other characters minor and annoying and this whole book is ugh, whatever so anyway merrick manages to conjure the spirit of claudia talks to claudia claudia is very mad as usual at louis and there's some terrible words she tells him and of course she has not forgiven him and louis is so despondent as usual so Louis like, okay, y'all, guys, I, I'm so sad. But then Merrick is like, you know what, you guys, I lured you over here because I want you, Louis, to give me the dark gift. Louis is like, okay, um, actually, it was one of the, it was supposed to be an exchange that if she talks to the spirit, Louis will turn into a vampire, and so she does. Then Louis decides to set his affairs in order and then he walks out into the sun to die. But apparently, since he's a very old vampire and he was made by the OG vamp, Mr. Lestat, he cannot die by the sun. It just really burns him. And so Lestat, Louis, I mean Lestat, David, and Merrick, who is now vampire, vampire, decide to come and they return him to full form by giving the, him some of their blood. And then, yes, Louis and David, yes. And so the guys from the Talamanska are mad at Louis for turning Merrick into a vampire. But David is like, you guys, you don't want to start a war with with Louis because Lestat is a very formidable foe. I mean, the dude basically drank blood from Akasha. You don't want none of this. Okay? All right. So. Okay. Now, we're going to go and... Um, and go into the, the eighth book called Blood and Gold. 
So Blood and Gold is more of an autobiography of the vampire known as Marius. So we find out that once this all of a sudden this old Nordic vampire who was trapped in ice thaws out. Global warming causes vampire to wake up, guys. And then Thorn is like, yo, Maria, what up? I want you to tell me your life story. So Marius is like, mm, guess what, guys? I'm actually, um, I'm from Rome. I'm a Roman patrician. And what this means is, was from the ruling class. Patricians were, were the ruling class of one of those bourgeoisies, the bourgeois, whatever, of the Roman families. Okay? And so when one of a sudden he's abducted by druids who want to find a replacement of their old god who is a vampire. He was called the god of the grove. So Marius is locked into a chamber and then he he's made into a god. So he, re- he receives the power of the god, which means he's turned into a vampire. But Marius cannot be like, uh, I'm like, bro, I cannot live under a tree. He bounces, he tells the druids, I'm out. And then he he moves his ass to Egypt. So he goes on a trip of Egypt. And oh, one of the druids escapes from is called Mael. You need to remember the name Mael. So he escapes to Egypt, and in Egypt is when he finds Akasha and Enkil. Then he realizes that he needs to keep and um he needs to keep Akasha and Enkil safe because if anything were to happen to them, it would happen to all the other vampires. This is shown in a in a fact where Akasha is ex- and Enkil are exposed to the sun, but all it does to them is just makes them super tan. And I'm like, otherwise, how tan are Egyptians gonna get? Because if they're from Egypt, doesn't mean they were black. And this whole concept of creating super tan, so they were not really black. Because if you're black, how are you gonna tan? You know, whatever the point is a concept of not knowing original egyptians is trash the fact of this story is this okay so akasha and enkila are exposed to the sun and then they manage to all they do is turn but a lot of vampires die during this period which means whatever happens to uh, the two happens to all the vampires so he decides to keep them safe and he takes them back with him to Rome. So when he goes back to Rome, he meets this babe known as Pandora. She's a socialite. Um, no, she's a socialite. Um, he meets a babe. She's called Pandora. They fall in love. He turns her into a vampire. They live happily for a while, for some many years. And then all of a sudden, some vampires attack them because they want to find about them. Those who must be kept, who is an Akasha and then kill. So after they manage to fend those guys off, um, uh, uh, Marius and Pandora have a big fight. Pandora is like, "Bitch, I'm out." And then Marius returns to Rome. So when he returns to Rome, he's also still protecting the divine parents, 
and then he becomes a socialite he starts inventing himself as a painter you know all that thing so when he's there all of a sudden he re-meets Mael remember Mael the druid one of the druids who had kidnapped him and Avicus Avicus was actually the vampire who escaped from who was the god under the tree who Marius was forced to take his place the story with Avicus is like he's a dumb vampire he does not even know his own power how trash is that anyway so Marius is pissed at seeing Mael and Avicus and he's like you guys we can't be living in the same place so they agree to separate um he then mind not seeing them because i guess they keep the place safe some people who are trying to figure out shit about um keep the divine parents safe so eventually constantinople split uh, uh, the Roman Empire splits Constantinople is no longer the capital so Marius, Avicus and Mael they move and then they meet this vampire known as Eudoxia Eudoxia is like yo Marius I want to see the mother and the father Marius is like mm, she sounds very suspicious but you know what it's okay I'm gonna let you see them then all of a sudden they have this beef then the beef escalates escalation escalation Marius is like you know what you dogs are you're being a total bitch Rosa at Akasha Akasha wakes up kills you dogs yeah and so Marius realizes that because of what he has done like taken because of the fact that he has decided to keep the divine parents safe he cannot be living with other um people as a vampire he decides to go back he goes to italy then he gets the satan because of the black death blah 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 yada, yada yada um eventually he reawakens later during the renaissance he starts painting really. this is when he meets santino santino the psycho vampire santino criticizes Marius because Marius does not worship Satan. <laughs> Guys <laughs> what even what is even this like anyway so Marius is like yo I don't want to talk I don't want to see you ever again blah 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 so he sets up his home this is the home that he sets up where he brings them boys then later on he brings Armand whose name he has changed to Amadeo talks about how he's he's blah 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 so the reason why marius had disappeared in the story for remember the vampire amant is the time when the lord harlock came to attack um attack what's his name amadeo struck amant it's because Marius was not around. It's because Marius normally takes trips to go attend to Akasha and Enkil. So when he comes back, he finds that Marius has been, I mean, Amadeo has been attacked. So he gives him the dark gift. Then he trains him to kill only the evil so that he can save his soul or not hurt his soul. Uh, then that's when santino comes and attacks his coven and his boys 
Um, the reason why Mary does that is because he throws himself in the canal, but before he can be killed, then he calls out to this babe called Bianca, who he had had relationships with on and off over the years and then she he turns her into a vampire so that he can come and save him and then the two of them keep the shrine of Akasha and Enkyo they keep them safe and then um, later on ugh then later on he remembers his love pandora then he's like i miss you pandora he decides to go and look for her he decides to take uh, bianca with him so when they go um with bianca he doesn't tell bianca why he's going to russia when he goes there he meets pandora then he's like pandora i want you back pandora is like no i don't want you back then bianca has had what he's told pandora bianca is pissed he's like oh so you brought me here because you want to get your new your old girlfriend back and then bianca is like deuces pandora is also deuces what else later on marcus maria sorry marius gives shelter to lestat and this is when he shows lestat the tomb of uh, akasha and then he wakes and then akasha hears Lester playing the violin, then he falls in love with Lester. Then and um Akasha gives um and then they Akasha wakes up and drinks Lester's blood and Lester drinks from Akasha and then Enkil is mad because he's like, My wife, why are you hooking up with this rando? And then the only the only way he can save um Maria saves Lester take Lestat away from there then Marius brings a TV for Enkil and Kasha so they can be updated on their world and then um, this is when they hear the music of the Akasha they, they hear the music uh, of Lestat and then Lestat wakes up Akasha Akasha wakes up she's like oh my god Enkil I don't need you anymore heal that guy buries Marius under his house then this is how this is when maria starts telepathically talking to people pandora and santino are the guys who find him and then they all have to go and do that thing in the book queen of the dam they all have that meeting and then make and then it ends with the death of akasha queen of the damned shit then now uh, maria's Okay, so Marius and Thorn, they're in an old hideaway where they are with Amadeo, Amand, Santano, Maharet, Mekare, and Pandora. And they're the old vampires. They're having like maybe an, an, a pep, tet dea tet, what do people do? Whatever, the point is they're having a moment. And then, uh, what happens? Ooh. Then, um... Marius is like pissed at Santino for taking Amadeus Druk Amanda away from him and killing his entire coven. So he's like, I want revenge. Then Maharet is like, no, you can't do this because Santino is actually a very weak bitch. 
no it won't be fair but thorn the nord god is like what the fuck he kills santino and then he's like you know what take my eyes for doing these terrible things he gives his eyes to maharet if y'all remember maharet does not have eyes okay if you remember the story of the mutilation in queen of the damned okay end of recap of book um end of recap of book eight blood and gold